Hello, hello, friends, and happy Thursday. So today is Thursday. What's today? November eighth. Uh, if you are in the U.S., we are exactly two weeks away from Thanksgiving. Two weeks, people. Fourteen days. And you might be wondering, okay, why am I reminding you that is we're two weeks away from Thanksgiving? Well, because one today is Thursday, and usually on Thursday. I do a segment on well, some Thursdays. I not here every Thursday, but some Thursdays I do a segment on um, thankfulness, on gratefulness. So today is just fitting with with um, Thanksgiving Thanksgiving around the corner. It's just fitting for us to be talking about thank, uh, thankfulness and gratitude and all those good things. But here is what I want to talk about. Yes, I'll talk about gratitude, but I want to ask you a question. Do you cultivate an attitude of gratitude or you're around or just in November or just on Thanksgiving? I like that we have dedicated days to celebrate love, you know, dedicated days to celebrate birthdays, dedicated day, days to celebrate, you know, uh, being grateful. No, it, all those Specific dates are great, but if that's all we do, if that's the only time that we show appreciation or the only times that we are grateful, I mean, we're doomed, right? Because what you do the rest of the year, feel miserable for yourself or, you know, be grumpy because things didn't work out the way you want them to be. I don't know. So if you're not grateful the rest of the year, how are you spending the rest of your year? What attitude I, you know, do you have the over 364 days of the left? So I just want you to, I just want to hop on here and encourage you to cultivate an attitude of gratitude every single day. Yes, your life might not be perfect. Mine is not. If you see my post, I think it's today, or was it yesterday? Maybe it was today that I said I love my imperfect life. <laughs> my life is not perfect. But I love it. I embrace it. I own it. Right? So, your life might not be perfect. You know, you might have 10 million things going through your head because you're just, life is hectic right now and you're trying to juggle a lot of things and keep things you know in order and maybe like me you're taking care of business and your own health and uh children and i don't know i don't know what you're dealing with and i am sure if you look at your life you can find one thing or probably even many things are not, not that are just not going the way you want them to or expect it to but i also bet you that for that one thing that is not going the way you want it to do there are probably 10 other things that are blessings in your life. You know, people often make the analogy of, you know, seeing the glass half full or the glass half, half empty. Hey, what if we're only we're just grateful that we actually have a glass? <laughs> you know, that's what I'm talking about. That's the attitude of gratitude that I'm talking about. I can go on and on and, you know, tell about why it's important to have attitude of gratitude, you know, and I'm sure we all know this, that grateful people are happier people. They're just, you know, happier than the rest of the, rest of the world because they choose to be. 
Not because their life is perfect, not because they have it all figured out, not because they don't have any problems, not because they don't have any debt or, you know, I don't know, all those things that we cling to for happiness. But the other, the other people, other people who do cultivate the attitude of gratitude, they're just people like the rest of us. They have problems, they have struggles, they have imperfections. They have heartaches and sicknesses and losses and grief, just like the rest of us. But they choose to be grateful. Life will happen. Life will hit you out of nowhere. Life will, you know, knock you down right in your face and you're like, whoa, what just happened? Right? That's life. And sometimes we can all be, we can be honest. We'll say, yes, life just sucks at times. But... If you cultivate an attitude of gratitude, my friend, life might not be perfect, life might suck, but your heart will still be grateful because you will find those little windows, if you want, of joy in the midst of whatever you're dealing with. And even when you see imperfection, you can find blessings in those broken places if you want. And like, you know, my friends and I who actually co-authored the book, The Mess, The Beauty in My Mess, you know, that's totally the message we tried to convey was exactly that, that we can find beauty in our messes. And when you start finding beauty in your mess, honestly, it's almost instantly that you start cultivating that attitude of gratitude. So what are you thankful for today, my friend? Today, I'm just going to challenge you. Look at your life. Find something that is very challenging for you right now. And then I want you to write down at least one thing that has happened to you because of this struggle, because of this challenge. Maybe you learned something new through that. Maybe you discovered that you're stronger than you think. Maybe you got connected to people that you you have no you have you have no other way of meeting if you didn't go for this challenge. Maybe, just maybe, you might not be here listening to this if you don't know you weren't going for that challenge. So what is your challenge right now? And what is the beauty in that mess? What is those what is that ble- the blessing that's hidden in this challenge, in this struggle? In the pain. One my once my family moved um, to the new town where we are right now. Some people probably thought that you know I was losing my mind. They were thinking, why in the world would she move away from you know people she knew and people be closer to others and knowing that you know transportation is 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 an issue and that she need to you know rely on the people she has on her support system. For some people. Honestly, they questioned my decision. And it might look like I didn't know what I was doing. And it was a challenge. It was a challenge to face those people and say, this is what is working for us. As much as, you know, I wish I was stay closer to where I was, that, you know, I prayed about it, I did research, and after so long of looking and praying and searching, this place is the one that opened for us, and I'm going to trust that this is going to be a good place for me and my kids. It took guts to do that, to say that. 
and might have hurt people's, you know, some people's feelings, I'm sure. And that was one of my challenge. The challenge to move away from a new place where I didn't know many people. And even the people that I knew that live here are like, you know, distant people, if you want. People that I knew of and not people like, you know, oh, these are my peeps, you know. And it was a risk. And it was scary. But after I made that difficult decision and found peace in it, I was able to move forward, to move on, and to also physically move to this new place. And since we've been here, no, it's not heaven and earth. You know, it has it's it's a place just like any other place. You know, it's it has its you know issues, but the blessings that I have been seeing in this new place, in this new territory that you know my family has been blessed to live in. Those blessings are so worth the move. So, and yes, I'm away from a lot of people that I knew. And some people told me it was too far for them to drive, although it's only 25 minutes away. You know, some people, it was hard for them. You know, I don't see the many people that I saw before. I had people, before I had people picking me up and my family taking us to church because we live two minutes away from church. Now, those people are not able to travel all the way over here. I had times I had to cancel appointments because I couldn't get to them because, again, I didn't have the same support system. But once I actually started opening my eyes to what was around me, to the blessings that were hidden right here in the in this challenging situation with the move, then I realized that I had made the right decision. So for starters, you know, we got connected to a church through a friend who called and the church so that people from this church lined up and was trans- transporting my kids even before we moved here and then once we moved they're still helping us you know transporting us to their church you know, they offered they didn't force us to go to their church um actually i picked up the phone and called it was better to go to a church than no church because <laughs> i couldn't get to my previous church or the church i used to attend but even deeper than that those people were praying for me and people were reaching out and asking how i was doing um had already some of them went pick up picking up medicine for my kid when he was sick and you know, picking meats at the pharmacy. Some of the, one of them actually drove all the way to Hershey, which is a good forty-five minutes, fifty minutes, forty-five minutes, I guess, um, to take me to an appointment. And got stuck there so far. He, the person was with me from like noon um, all the way to about four. Took the entire you know entire afternoon, and they did it. People barely knew me. But some of the deeper, some of them, the deeper, you know, blessings that you can see people would do that. Here's some of the deeper blessings. When I start, we start, we plan to move here. All I knew was like the school rating, school system. Okay? All I knew was that the school rating was a good school. There was nothing, you know, alarming about, you know, school district. It was a good school district. that was stable, I guess. And I'm like, okay, it looks like a decent school for my kids to be in. But I had no idea that the school itself, school system itself, will be such a great support for my kids. Because we haven't had that before. I mean, they've been in schools, but the school never been a good support system for us. So with my youngest child, I walked, I walked into his, um, his uh, planning meeting for his educational plan. And here, it was just 
overwhelming, you know, in a positive way to hear how the teachers and the school counselor and the principal and the nurse were all already supporting him in ways that made sense for him, giving, you know, and giving him the support he needed even before I had, before I came in there and explained to them what I thought my son needed. They're already putting all that support in place. It was one of those meetings, like, you know, as for us parents who with kids who have special needs, we're so used to going to a school and, like, being ready, okay, now, now I have to just be ready to face this, you know, I have to fight for my kids' right. I didn't have to do any of that. I barely had to talk because they had everything already done exactly the way I would have asked them to do it. And more. So that was amazing. And then my daughter, who was in the middle school, she had... Um, Oh my goodness, she, she started going to the school and not only like, you know, she's able to make friends because at that age, that's no, that's crucial. But getting friends that are, you know, inviting her for sleepovers and friends are inviting her to spend, you know, hang out with them on the weekends. But then the school itself actually allows in them to have their own little devotional or the prayer thing on uh, once a week at the school. So things that are important to us as a family, as you know, things are important to me as a mom, and you know, my daughter gets to experience that, and you know, gets to have what's important to her, her faith, incorporated, and it's like nothing again. It's not something we had to fight for, ask for. It was already just that way, you know, just not because we came there. But then hear this. Then she's still going to the school. And today was parent-teacher conference for us. So I get to the school, and I'm so used again as. You know, most schools, the kids, uh, the kids barely talk or speak during parent-teacher conference. They're, sometimes they're not even invited. I'm pretty, you know, I, the of previous years. At this school, my daughter ran, like she was the one running that meeting. She had to dress professionally. She had to talk to me professionally, introduce me to the teacher, take me to my seat. She had a PowerPoint to show me stuff. She had a whole agenda in front of her, giving me handout to show me what she was referring to. I mean, it, she, she led that meeting like it was a business meeting. And guess what? Those are life skills that she's gaining that honestly, she didn't have before. Yes, like, you know, even myself as a businesswoman, as a speaker, my daughter gets to do some things with me, but I never, like, intentionally had her, you know, teach her that. Like, tell her, like, this is what you have to do. It was never been like that. So if she made, you know, hops on the Facebook Live with me, you know, she, it's just being herself and being, you know, goofy if she wanted to or, you know, explaining herself. But it was the fact that she was giving this opportunity to learn how to conduct a meeting. I mean, she was a speaker on spot with PowerPoint handout. I mean, I was so proud. I was in tears. And this is the same, this is the same kid, my daughter in second grade. She got starting sex, starting in second grade. She got in trouble for speaking too much. Her mom got her in trouble. And guess what? Now she's in an environment in the school where there are, you know, letting her use that gift of hers. You know, and she can yap away as she wants to, but she's also learning to do it in a structured way. I mean, she is only in seventh grade and she can conduct a meeting like a pro. I was impressed. I've been in meetings. I mean, I work for agencies and I did consulting work for agencies. I, you know, I've been in the work field for a few years and I've been to meetings sometimes just like, okay, seriously, this is a waste of my time. And it might be that it's not because people, you know, the information wasn't great. Something to how people are presenting the information. But this was a seven-year, a seventh grader, a twelve-year-old 
who conducted the meeting giving you information you needed and with explanation with you know visual support honestly i know it's my daughter and i'm you no know, i always going to be biased but for any seventh grade to do that kind of you know work and it was expected of her former school that's impressive and then <laughs> and then she won the uh not only yeah she had got all A's and she's in the honor roll yay we're awesome for that you know we're proud of that but here she was all she also made um she was selected to be to get the student of the month award actually last month in october and because our family was away for a week when they when they emailed me i called them to tell them that we'll be away that week and, and the kids already had an excuse absence um in the system the school postponed the award ceremony for next month so that we could still be there now how's that for accommodation I mean, it's a little and simplest thing maybe you know people we take for granted but for us that was a big big blessing just feel like you know people cared enough to provide that kind of individual support and individual accommodation and you know it's amazing so yes when i decided to move to this new place it was scary i didn't know what to expect i knew i was going but i didn't know what life would look like once here yes do i miss some of my friends yes i miss some of the connection i had that i haven't got to see you know i didn't get to uh, physically be with them as frequent as i did before but guess what even through that challenge of feeling lonely at time when i look around we've been so blessed for being in this new town in this new place and it just things that are just there because of where we are were things that we probably wouldn't be able to access if we were not here so i go back what is your challenge what is your situation what is your struggle open your eyes and look around i'm pretty sure there's a blessing somewhere in there happy thursday and continue to have an attitude of gratitude <laughs>